1: Do we have a lot to talk about or what? How's everybody doing, man? You good? Great to have you here on Listen Up. Grant Napier getting the week started. I mean, NFL free agency. We got trades. We've got the NBA. We've got Tom Brady coming back. I mean, wow. A lot of stuff. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, Don't forget that my podcast, both tomorrow and on Friday, we will uh, have our Arco Arena Memories, as uh, they're going to say goodbye to the uh, old barn, allow people in for the uh, final time. So, you know, I, I'm not sure if you're going or not, but I've got a lot of memories. I announced, gosh, thousands of, I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't even guess how many games I announced uh, in that building. But what what a... You know, when you think about 1988 and everything that transpired when they closed that thing down, the last game, and then teams moving, the teams not moving, I'm going to get into all of that uh, both tomorrow and Friday uh, on my podcast. All right, the brackets are out, NCAA tournament. Uh, Your thoughts on that? You know, me personally, I don't get too caught up in – if a team got screwed, being a two seed or a three seed, to me, it's not that big of a deal. You know, it just isn't. If you're good, you're good. Uh, you know, we always have the Cinderella stories. We get that. We know that you are probably going to play in some type of pool. It's going to cost you a buck, ten bucks, twenty bucks. I mean, pretty much everybody gets into it, right? I mean, the NCAA bracket, just about everyone. I know whether they know anything about college basketball or not, whether they watch college basketball or not, uh, they fill out a damn thing, right? And who normally wins the bracket? The person that knows nothing about college basketball and picks it out based on, you know, whether they like the school, the nickname, the colors. I mean, all kinds of stuff, right? I mean, it happens all the time. So if you want to talk about the NCAA, we can do that. Uh, In the NBA, you've got New Orleans and Portland, trying to get into the playing tournament at number 10. They both have 40 losses. And then you have the Kings who have lost four in a row and they are 24 and 45. Again, the difference is the Kings are actually trying to win. So now you look at teams that are worse than Sacramento. If you're looking at ping pong balls, Orlando is worse with 51. Detroit has 50. So you're, those are, Definitely, in Houston. So Houston, Orlando, and Detroit, no way in the world you're going to finish worse than them. So that's three. So the other two teams, Oklahoma City with 47 losses, and currently Indiana has 46 losses. So Sacramento at 24 and 45, one less loss than Indiana. And when you look at Oklahoma City, they've lost five in a row. So even though the Kings are trying to win, guess what? They're losing. So uh, to me, you know, if you're a Kings fan, go out and lose every game. That's the way to do it. And they're going to lose tonight in all likelihood uh, with uh, Chicago in town. All right. Again, uh, hit your hand icon, raise your hand. Uh, I've got to be off today at 45 after. All right, so we're going to have a 45-minute show today. So it's your opportunity to get in, get out, and tell me what you think with everything that's going on. National Football League, what do you think about Tom Brady? He didn't take long to say, I'm coming back, right? Think about that development over the weekend. Are you surprised? You know, are you surprised? Now you look at some of the other moves around the National Football League, And, you know, tracking everything is not the easiest thing in the world because things are going fast and furious right now, all right? Fast and furious. So, you know, if you have any – and I'll tell you one thing. I am so happy that Evan Ingram is no longer with the uh, football giants. God, what a bust. I can't believe that he got a fully guaranteed one-year deal. For $9 million. I, I really can't. I really can't. Uh, that. I, I wouldn't pay that guy $9. You know, Carlton Davis, three year, $45 million with Tampa. Uh, the Chargers are signing uh, JC Jackson, the cornerback, five years, 82 and a half million. Uh, It looks like Teddy Bridgewater is going to do a one-year deal with Miami. Uh, Cedric Wilson going to go to Miami, the former Cowboys wide receiver. we got a lot of other things going on. Colt McCoy, you know, just for insurance, going to the Cardinals on a two-year deal. What are your thoughts? All right, let's get to uh, some phone calls here on this Monday edition of Listen Up, and we say hello to Brian. Brian, good to hear from you. How are you, sir? What's going on today?
2: Hey, hey, Grant, I'm well. Hey, I uh, apologize on Friday. You and I were beginning a conversation on the baseball, and then I had a bad connection. Uh, my my question to you was uh, we've spoken in the past, and I've even though it's been the beneficiary of my team, the Giants, the one-game playoff, I've never been a fan of a one-game playoff given the structure of baseball, 162 games. So, I'm digesting the, the new format. I just was curious your thoughts on it all.
1: I am like you. Um, I, I'm, I understand why they're doing it. You know, I understand that baseball is a, uh, a sport, in all honesty, that is trying to get more fan interest because they are losing yeah. a lot of fans and the ratings. I'm old-fashioned man i I I don't like this I don't like this many teams in the playoffs. I, I just don't. Um, I, I'm not a fan of it. I know it probably keeps more fans interested, but I'm not a fan of mediocre teams making the playoffs and then you look at what happened last year, you know you look at the disparity, you know between the the let's say when the Dodgers, had the the one game playoff and the difference in the standings was just ridiculous right because what, yeah. what was the difference like that, 15 16 17 games I, I'm not a fan of that I'm just not I'm not a yeah. fan of that
2: yeah no and I'm with you I don't like that scenario where you have a team that is clearly head and shoulders above and then in one game in baseball I mean who knows really and right. so so I I the three-game thing uh, idea has always been: well, why can't can we do it three-day? But then on the flip side of that, the teams that get the buy, those teams now are not playing baseball for quite a few days. And with baseball, you need momentum and you know routine and everything like that. So I don't know if you know. I guess it's pick your poison. In one sense, if I'm a fan of a team. Uh, and you know, I you know to have a fair chance in the playoffs, I guess three games you know is is certainly enough to to make a better team win, so to speak. And now it's going to emphasize having three really good pitchers in one sense. Now you know if you're if you're going to get in, I mean, uh, right? Those th- those three pitchers you know can get you to that next round. I think I, I that jumped out at me. Uh, uh, but the 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 rest of the, the, the top two seeds, you know, I, I was looking, I didn't find any information, like, I'm also curious, like, okay, what's the format? Does the, is it a two, is it a one, 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 or is it a one, two, two? I remember, you know, uh, years ago when the, the, the Giants won, the, the, I believe it was the 12 series, it was a two, three, which was very odd. Uh, I haven't found anything on that. Do you have any knowledge on that or have they not even? I
1: haven't even looked at the format. I, I really haven't even looked at the damn format yet. I mean, I've been so busy doing looking at everything else. I haven't really got caught up in what the format's gonna be for the playoffs, you know, next October, considering we're still in March. I'll look at it. I haven't yeah. even I honestly have not I haven't even studied it. I really haven't. I have not.
2: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think I we I'm I aligned with you in terms of I like less teams. Uh But at the same time i didn't like the one game in so i you know i guess i mean what do you do i mean i you know i'm willing to give it a try uh uh but i am curious on how they're going to run this
1: each league is going to send six teams all right with the single elimination wild card games again as you said a best of three um you know again it generates more money for for baseball is a best of three better than a single elimination as you were just saying and what I was saying, I mean, anything bad, you know, a a team like the Dodgers or the Giants last year, all right, you could conceivably, you know, win 105, 106 games, and then for whatever reason on that one day, that one single elimination, you know, your starting pitcher doesn't have it or you collectively just don't play well that day. Well, now you have a chance to rebound and win two games in a row, but I'm not sure how the you know, are you going to yeah. play one game at home, then two games on the right? I don't know. You know, I, I really yeah. I, I'll, I'll look into it. I really will.
2: Yeah. No. Yep. Any, anyhow, good conversation on it. And uh, we'll we'll talk again. And lastly, I'm not surprised by Tom Brady. It, did, it didn't seem like he was throwing signals out there. And the timing of everything he did does seem like it was capturing headlines when other big events were going on. Just kind of suspicious. So yep. either way, All I, right. you know, see ya.
1: I appreciate it, man. Thanks very much. It's good hearing from you. You have a good day, okay? Or good evening, I should say. Be good. You know, the... uh, All right, here we go. As, As he was asking, okay? So, in the wild card round, the three overall seed will host the number six seed, and number four will host number five. There you go. As far as Home road, I didn't I don't even see any information on that just yet. You know, I really don't. So your thoughts on anything going on in the uh, crazy world of sports, we can do it right here. Grant Napier on Listen app, taking your phone calls, give me your shout. Give me a shout. Tell me what you think of NFL or anything else going on in the wacky world of the National Football League. Professional sports, uh, anything else? All right. Glad to have you with us again. We'll have a uh, uh, another well, every day this week. We'll be coming at you. All right. So we're gonna have a busy week right here on Listen app. And uh, don't forget to uh, check out my podcast again uh, coming up on uh, tomorrow and then again on Friday. The uh, and if you want to chime in with some of your memories, you know, let's do it. All right. I'm happy to talk about it. You know, we got a lot of things going on this week, obviously, but we can certainly you know mix in some Arco Arena memories uh, as well, all right. Again, right here on Listen Up, I'm gonna go with you today uh, for about 45 minutes. All right, let's uh, move along here. We're going to, uh, we got a lot of people that want to get on, so uh, we'll get to as many people as we can, and uh, we are gonna say hello to Jerry. Jerry, how are you today? Uh,
3: Grant, I'm doing all right. How about yourself?
1: I'm good, buddy. What's happening?
3: Hey, uh, so a couple of things. Uh, number one, um Kind of just want to talk a little bit, obviously, about uh, the NFL's uh, free agency. Uh, you know, J.C. Jackson going to the uh, Charges is definitely a huge thing. Obviously, with Khalil Mack going there as well. I have a friend that's like yep. a Raiders fan, and uh, he's uh, really hating life. Uh, and you know, it's funny too because he's also an A's fan. He had to see Matt Olson go as well. Uh, so, I mean, it it sucks to be uh, sucks to be a fan like him. But uh, anyway, um, I was hoping to give you a recap of my date from last week, if you're interested.
1: You know what? Give me. You went to the Palladio in Folsom, correct?
3: Yes. Yep.
1: Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, let's go. We're all. We're all eagerly awaiting uh, your date from Friday night in the beautiful Palladio, Folsom, California. Go ahead. We're all. We're all on. Right. We're on the edge of our seat, Jerry. Take it away, buddy. All right. So, uh,
3: you know, I get there a little late. I was supposed to show up at seven. I get there at seven o six. See the lady uh, in front of Starbucks and uh you know take a quick look at her and honestly I uh, wasn't really feeling it she was a little chubbier than I thought she was gonna be but you know what it's okay so I was gonna think, you know think to myself uh I'll stick it out till eight I'll be a gentleman so you know uh, go into Starbucks uh get her a little like one of those fruity teas uh we walk around uh discuss a couple of things uh you know just kind of bs you know walk and talk hobbies and all that and then uh, she explained basically uh she watches the uh, 49ers with her. uh You know with her family i'm like oh yeah that's cool and she's asking uh you watch any sports i'm like yeah you know i'm a commander's fan and a king's fan and uh you know she says oh you know like the kings you know they're how are they doing this year? uh you know they're doing pretty bad uh 16 years and now the playoffs (laughs) and uh it's 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 awful and then she's like oh you know uh hey listen you got to be optimistic i'm like there's no optimism with this franchise i gotta (laughs) tell you it's awful we're we're screwed and then you know those people that just just don't understand (laughs) your beauty (laughs) those people that just don't understand, like, you know, listen, I, I get the casuals who want to see a win and think, you know, miracles can happen, but listen, I can't. So I kind of go on that for another 20 minutes and, uh, you know, I kind of felt bad, you know, see if she wants to switch things up, but, you know, she said, no, no, you're passionate about it. So, you know, i said, say, yeah, that's, that's totally cool. So I'll just keep going. And, you know, just went with the ins and outs, told her all about salary cap, told her about contracts. And, uh, you know, 745 comes, I spill a little hot chocolate on my uh, hand, uh, go clean myself up and then I turn around and uh, she's not there anymore and uh, she ditches me. So uh, the irony is, well, is, yeah, well, yeah, there, there you go. So
1: I- uh, Well, first I just, of all, rule rule number one, all right? Rule number one, don't be late. You know, you know that is a real bad start. You know, she could have been your dream girl and you're meeting her for the first time and you're late. So you asked me for tips, dating tips on Friday. I, I didn't even think I had to give you that tip. To me, that's common sense. You need you you should have been there at 10 to 7 or 6.45 waiting for her. You should you show up five minutes late or six minutes late on your first date is a no-no. That's a bad job by you, Jerry. I'm disappointed yeah. on your tardiness, Jerry.
3: Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll take the L for that one, though. But I really didn't deserve to be uh, ditched after such a great conversation no. about the Sacramento Kings. And you know what? Hey, listen. I, I was the one who was trying to stick it out here. I was, I was trying to be the guy sticking out till late, and then she thought All she right. was a better person, and uh you know, just just left me, and I didn't know, I didn't know what the heck was going on. So uh, you know what? I, you know, I, I figured it was for the best. I just left, and there you uh, go, there you go.
1: What a so traumatic I, yeah. weekend! What a traumatic <laughs> weekend for Jerry, right, Jerry? Hey, listen, you, uh, you, you keep me posted on your next date, okay, buddy.
3: Oh yeah, I'll let you know how the next Tinder get goes. So I'll try to
1: have that set up this week. So uh, <laughs> all right, I'll take care. All right, <laughs> all right. Oh my God, dating advice here on Listen Up. Oh my gosh, that's a classic, isn't it? That is funny stuff right there. <laughs> all right, E Train, you're next here on Listen Up. Hey, E Train, what's going on? Hey, I don't think I can top that, Grant. (laughs) Uh, You know what? If you do, it's going to be a hell of a Monday. It's going to be a great start to the week if you can top that. What can I do for you, buddy?
3: So I wanted to uh, just recap on this Khalil Mack trade. Um, As a Raiders fan, I was wondering if you think the critics of that initial trade when the Raiders let him go, if they view that any differently uh, today given the fact that he didn't seem to really perform where they thought he would in Chicago. And I'll tell you, as a fan, I don't like a player trying to renegotiate their contract when they still have two years left on their deal. So I didn't have a problem with Gruden getting rid of them at the time.
1: There are certain players that fit in well with different franchises. And you make a good point. You know, Mac really never – played to the expectations that they thought he would in Chicago. Uh, he was the Raiders defense in retrospect. Do I think it would have made any difference between the Raiders being a playoff team and not a playoff team? No, I really don't. So, you know, I guess you could look back at that deal and say, eh, you know what, at the time, as you said, it was a horrific trade, uh, trade that you said, what the hell are they doing? But maybe, maybe it ended up being a good thing, as you said. Mac never really played to his caliber with the Chicago Bears. We'll see what he does with the Chargers. Um, I, I like Mac. I think he is a good to very good player. I don't think he's a great player. I really don't. I don't think he's a great player. I think he's good to very good. I think that's fair. I mean, there are a lot of teams that would love to have Mac, but you know, he was put on a all-world stage. He really was not all-world
4: perfect thanks grant
1: all right e-train be good take it easy all right let's move along we got some more phone calls here on a very busy monday and uh, we get to good old john john man hit your microphone icon we'll put you on and we can talk about some sports john how was your weekend buddy john don't do this to me john John, hit your mic. There you go, John. How are Uh, you, John? How's your weekend, buddy? My
0: weekend was pretty dang good. How was yours?
1: Good, man. I had a very good weekend. I had a great weekend. What's going on? You doing well?
0: I'm doing well. Well, I think I'm doing better than Jerry, and uh, you're exactly right. (laughs) He was supposed to show up a half hour early to scout that thing out, tell the bartender, hey, this girl's coming in wearing that. Tell me when you see her. Next time, Jerry, you'll do better, buddy.
1: That's right. But tardiness, you cannot be tardy on your first date. Actually, tardiness is one of my pet peeves. It's one of my gripes. My dad and was my mother was late for everything. My mother was always late and my dad was always early. And my dad always told us, "Listen, one of the worst things you can do in life is be late all the time. Don't be late, be early." Always be early, always be on time, something that you need to always follow and practice your entire life. And I've always been that person. I always am early. I'm never late. If I'm late, it's because it's a situation that was unavoidable. There's a train stuck across the tracks. There's a big uh, jackknife on the highway. I mean, things happen. There are times you're going to be late that's out of your control. But no, I am not a tardy person, John.
0: I wholeheartedly agree. And, you know, my dad is the same way, extremely prompt. And my mother, uh, eh, she'll get there when she gets there. She'll be happy when she's there, but she'll get there when she gets there.
1: Yeah. My and mother was I the, my mother was the same way. What can I do for you, buddy?
0: Well, I wanted to, your previous caller was just talking about Khalil Mack. Well, one thing that they just did is they signed a, Oh, uh, what the heck is that? Uh,
1: well, they you're they you're talking about the Chargers. They signed the cornerback Jackson for you know a five-year deal. So they're loading up on defense. They got J.C. Jackson a five-year deal yeah. at eighty-two and a half million dollars from the Patriots. Yeah.
0: The Raiders just now signed Max Crosby too. Max Crosby is a better player right. than I think Khalil Mack may have been anyway. Yep. So I know it's a few years later. But, hey, man, what a player that guy turned out to be, man. What a player.
1: Oh, he's been on both. You know, it's a great point you just made, John. That's a fabulous point you are right about Crosby. You know, they're probably better off with that. No doubt. Absolutely. Spot on.
0: And, hey, at the beginning of that thing, I was thinking, what the hell is Gruden doing getting rid of Khalil Mack? And, you know, we had conversations about it back then, wondering if Khalil knew how good he was. And you're right. He did. But one other thing I want to say I want to ask Grant, did you watch any of the Sawgrass, any
1: of the golf at Sawgrass this weekend? Well, yeah, I did, and uh, boy, the weather! How about the wind and the scores? Oh, It was unbelievable. It really. How about that 17th and that wind? Is that just crazy or what?
0: Unbelievable! I can't believe every other ball didn't land in the water, and quite a few did. But I thought, I thought that thing, that thing would be lined with white balls at the bottom. Did you see Lowry hit that hole in one?
1: No, I, I saw the replay of it. I wasn't watching it live when that happened.
0: Yeah, that was it. Was something else, and that guy, I, I really like that dude, man. He's always been a middle of the road golfer, not really the super upper echelon. But man, he was so happy, high fiving everybody in the crowd, walking all the way through there. It, the biggest smile on his face I've ever, I'd ever seen. He was. Uh, I'll tell it was you, well, well deserved for him. I, I just. I just love to see good things like that. And that's a guy deserved it. That's a guy who I think deserved it.
1: Can you imagine on that, the the, the worst of the wind over the weekend, you could sit out there with a bucket of balls on the, the 17th. And, uh, you know, I was reading the PGA Professionals' Thought that a ten handicap that day, they might not even finished around the golf. That if you were a ten handicap and teed off on number one, they were saying that you probably wouldn't be able to finish because you would have you would have run out of golf balls before yeah, you got to the back nine. You know,
0: ridiculous. right? It was, it was yeah. fun to watch though, and uh, it was I fun to watch. It's finishing up today. I haven't seen it. I got. I'm going to check it out when I get home. But I guess it's going to supposedly finish yep. up today. We'll uh, we'll see how it goes. And, uh, All right, I man. Just you sign in with a little bit of that, Grant, and have a good rest of the week. And I will talk to you soon.
1: All right, John. Be good. <laughs> that's very <laughs> funny. Oh man, that was some turn. You know, I I gotta tell you, yeah, really, when you think about the wind and what they were dealing with, man, that's some crazy stuff. All right, uh, if you want to get in on the show today. All you gotta do is raise your hand and I will put you right up on stage with me. And we say hello to Al. What's up, Alfred? How you doing today?
4: Nate, just I think I've heard it all. You're giving dating advice on your show. You <laughs> I just know. do it all, guys.
1: I do it all. And do you agree with me? I the the only tip I gotta give Jerry is, hey Jerry, listen, man. You know, if you're going out on a date and you're meeting someone for the first time, don't be late. That's disrespectful. And it shows that you don't really care. Don't be late, be early.
4: You know, I can't well you're spot on. And first I first I was thinking, well, listen, if Star's listening to the show every now and then, she probably tunes in. I don't know if she'd be she'd be like, Grant's giving dating advice, but no, that was a no. I'll tell you a story about the late thing. I'm like your dad. I was always even when I try to be late, I'm always the first one there because I just it's kind of a pet peeve. My brother and I got a quick quick story. We started working in a restaurant in Tampa Bay. This back in the in the '70s, and I started first. And we were dishwashing, and we had a boss, Bill Maine. My brother gets to work one shift, and Mr. Maine says he had this big voice. Goes, Mr. Sagrew, you're late," and my brother goes, "Sir, Mr. Maine, I'm ten minutes early," and Mr. Maine says, "Mr. Sagrew, we're on Lombardi time," and Lombardi (laughs) time. Lombardi time, which I'd never heard the the term, of course, you know, the legendary coach, you have to be 15 minutes early or you're late. And Uh, the funny thing was, I hadn't heard a reference to the term until Tom Coughlin, who was coaching the Giants at that time, used it in a press conference talking about Lombardi time.
1: Yeah, so, well, Tom Coughlin was famous for that, you know. And Tom Coughlin, when he had meetings, if you weren't five minutes early, he considered you late. So, you know, he probably got that from Vince Lombardi. But yeah, that's very true, Lombardi time, absolutely.
4: And, and uh, as far as Brady, I, I thought to myself, yeah, this is that was the least newsworthy news of the weekend for me because first off, you got to take time, you got to step away. You know, he had a kind of a tough loss to the Rams, so no, he brought him all the way back. And you know, Andrew Whitworth is. He's we're waiting on the news. The Rams fans are waiting on news from him, but he's he's stepped away with his family. He's actually, you know, been with his family, working out with the team. Rams re signed uh his backup, who's a good player, Joseph Nopum, and are in their starting center and another backup lineman. So they're shoring up or extending the line to keep them together, which is huge. I love the, the moves they made early, and I just think that uh Brady just. You can't make a decision within a week or even a couple of weeks of a, of a difficult right. loss. you got to take time. And uh, nope. so I wasn't surprised that he. it was the least shocking, least newsworthy thing for me for the weekend. And I wasn't really surprised by that.
1: Hey, uh, you have a great rest of the uh, day. Thanks very much, man. It's always All good right. hearing from you. Take care. Take care. Be well. Thanks, buddy. All right. Buddy, yep. Sorry, I cut you off there. No, you don't need any dating advice. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Jerry getting dating advice here. See, Jerry, you can't be late, buddy. Everybody's telling you the same thing. Bad move on your part. It wasn't going to work anyway, you know. Wasn't exactly a love connection, all right? Let's just call it the way it is. But, man. Oh, incredible. Never thought I'd be doing that, but that's fine. You know, we we do it all here on this show. You're exactly right. You know, we'll do what it takes. All right, again, if you want to uh, come on uh, the program, all you need to do is raise your hand, and we will put you right on. But did you see what happened? Was, did you see the story about Pete Alonso of the Mets and his wife, Haley? She was driving behind her husband and witnessed a crash, all right? So she's driving behind, I think it was yesterday, right? And she said, quote, on Instagram, I thought I watched my husband die in front of me and I will never forget the feeling. A distracted driver ran a red light going at an extremely fast rate and hit directly into Pete's truck. I was in my car following behind him and saw the whole thing happen in front of me. Once the car struck the side of his truck, it flipped three times and slid into where you see it in these videos. I slammed on my brakes, jumped out of my car, and ran up to his truck. I was terrified of what I was going to see. I couldn't see inside of the truck because the windshield was shattered. I screamed for him, just hoping that he'd be able to answer me. He said he was okay, and was going to kick out the windshield to escape since he was trapped. He got himself out to everyone's shock, only had a single scratch on his arm. It's a miracle that he's safe after this horrifying of an accident. This could have easily unfolded much differently, and that's what is so scary. Life can be taken from us in an instant, Please do not drive distracted and wear your seatbelt. This happened five minutes from our house. It can happen anytime, anywhere. Well, that's where you you, know, you want to talk about wearing a seatbelt. That's why you wear a seatbelt. Does anyone not wear a seatbelt anymore? Like, seriously. You remember, you know, we talk, Al would be able to relate to this. You know, in our generation, you know, a lot of people don't wear seatbelts. It's actually an inconvenience to wear a seatbelt. I mean, most people did not wear seatbelts. Really. I would tell you, I can't, as a kid growing up, you know, you, it was so uncommon to wear a seatbelt. Now, is there anyone that does not wear a seatbelt? First of all, you know, you're going to listen to the the seatbelt alarm, the whole damn Ride, which is distracting as hell. But seriously, do you know anyone that gets in a car? Back seat's different. You know, a lot of times I don't wear my seatbelt when I'm in the backseat. If I'm in an Uber and I'm in the backseat of a vehicle, I don't put my seatbelt on a lot of the times. So it depends. But do you know anybody that gets into a front seat, either a driver or a passenger? No. Everyone wears a seatbelt. Alonzo Badas uh, said, uh, one of my family is okay. My wife was an absolute trooper. She really helped, and you never know what can happen. Sunday was a, or yesterday was a real close experience to death. My car flipped over probably about three times, and I am really thankful to be alive. Thankful that I'm healthy. There you go. Absolutely. So, a little bit of everything today, but I, was, I, I saw that story, and I was just like, wow. Mention that. Seeing that, seeing a, your your loved one in that type of a situation, the uh, headline, by the way, in the uh, New York papers, one said uh, it's a miracle. Absolutely, <laughs> Mets need a miracle on the field one of these years. That's that's what they need. That's for darn sure. All right, so uh, we are gonna have baseball. We got spring training going on. We've got NFL free agency. We've got trades. Uh, I see Mitchell Trubisky is going to sign with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, a two-year deal. Yeah, he had, it was either going to be the Steelers or the Giants. So, you know, he's going to compete with Mason Rudolph for the starting quarterback position as Ben Roethlisberger, as we all know. Uh, has retired. So I think that's a good move by Trubisky. I don't think he, you know, Daniel Jones is going to be the starter in New York just because new management, new everything else. They need to see if the guy can play or not. So I, I think that's a pretty good move by Mitchell Trubisky. Brian, you're on with Grant Niep here on up, Hey, Brian. Hey, Grant, how are you? Brian, I can barely hear you. Can you speak up? Can you hear me now? Yep, much, much better. Go ahead, buddy.
3: So... I don't know if you saw this story. You probably did about Colin Kaepernick trying to make it back into play. You know,
1: and, I did.
3: And I'm curious. I maybe you can ask. You know, Sean Salisbury, when you're with him, even if somebody would would allow him to, you know, come back. Do you think a quarterback being out of the league or any player being out of the league that long can come back and play?
1: No.
0: in that case, I pronounce you lucky.
4: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No
1: purchase necessary. Boyd were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like. I that. mean, I that's that. I, I, it no, I don't. You know, I hate to be so abrupt and just say one word, but absolutely not. I, I don't. He wasn't playing at a high level when he left the sport. Um, now he's off for five years. And I think he's just going to come back and be effective. Uh, he w- He's not that talented to begin with, in my opinion. When I mean not that talented, I mean he's not. Again, I'm looking at his last body of work. I'm not looking at, you know, when the 49ers went to the Super Bowl. I'm looking at his last body of work. He wasn't effective. And now, all of a sudden, I think he's going to be able to take off five years and come back if a team signs him. First of all, I don't think he is going to get an opportunity. I really don't.
3: Well, I don't. I don't think he would either. And besides that, I mean, the league has changed since he played. I mean, offenses have de- you know developed differently. Defenses are totally different. Just the whole league in itself. You're you know, you're way behind, just in tr- in that curve to begin with.
1: Yeah, I'd be very very uh, surprised if a team would take a chance on him. First of all, you know, you got to deal with the reality. All right, it would be a gigantic circus wherever he goes. And teams do not want a circus. The media attention, everything else, uh, it would be a big undertaking. And it's the reality of the world that we're living in today with how the media covers things. It would be an absolute circus, okay, for him to be with a National Football League team. I, I just, I don't see it. I wouldn't say never. I wouldn't say never. But that would surprised me. More than the distraction, which it would be a distraction, would be the five years off. You know, it's not like we're talking about you know, Aaron Rodgers or like, let's look at Deshaun Watson, for example. Deshaun Watson now is going to be playing somewhere in all likelihood this year, you know, after what, two years, basically? That's a little bit different. First of all, he's much, much, much more talented than than Kaepernick and, you know, younger the, the, that it's going to take him a while to get up to speed, but even to Sean Watson, if he was off for five years, I would be very leery about him coming back. Five years is an enormous amount of time to be away from anything. Forget about playing football for, for anything really.
3: Totally. Totally agree.
2: Okay.
1: Hey, thanks. Yep. appreciate Appreciate it. Yep. That, that would, that would surprise me. That would surprise me. I w- I'll tell you, if I was a general manager of a team, I wouldn't want Colin Kaepernick on my roster. I wouldn't want to deal with the distraction. It would be it would be a circus. Can you imagine the media lining up, you know, getting pictures of him coming up in his car, getting out of the car, media availability every single week. You know, then you got to talk to all the players. You know, how how's it ha- having Colin in the locker room? You know, what's it like? You know, how's he looking? You know, I mean, you'll be dealing with that all the time. I don't see it. I do not see it. How about what the Cleveland Browns are doing, right? How about the Browns? As Jarvis Landry has been released, right? They attempted to restructure his deal, and now he can sign with any team. Of course, Cleveland gets Amari Cooper from the Cowboys, you know, Landry was supposed to make, I think it was, I think it was $15 million, $16 million, something in there next season. But he had no guaranteed money left on his deal. And be interesting to see uh, where he ends up. All right. Hey, again, uh, if you want to come on the program today, hit your hand icon, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. I'm going to be off here in about 10 minutes today, and then uh, we'll be back again. We'll do a full show for you uh, tomorrow right here uh, on Listen Up. Tomorrow, Um, we will probably come on one hour later at four o'clock Pacific. All right. Probably, probably do four o'clock Pacific tomorrow. All right. Just thinking about the schedule. I think it's probably going to work out tomorrow, but we'll, you know, put it on social media. You follow me here on listen up. You get all the information, uh, and you know, we'll get into, uh, some more stuff going on, both in the NFL, major league baseball, the NBA, uh, and everything else. NBA. In the association uh, tonight, we've got some games that we will be following. And, you know, if you're looking at this from Sacramento's perspective, should lose with the 41-26 and Bulls. You got the Bucks and the Jazz. Uh, The Raptors are in L.A. to take on the Lakers. The Warriors host the Wizards. Spurs and uh, Timberwolves from uh, South Texas. Hornets and Thunder in OKC. The Nuggets are in Philly. You've got Portland at Atlanta and the Clippers uh, and the Cavaliers. Again, when you run down the standings now in the NBA, so you, if you start in the East, Charlotte is in 10th at 33-35, and 35, two games up in the loss column on the Wizards. So Charlotte looks like they're going to be all right because they got four more wins than Washington as well. So I would say that we already know your top ten teams in the East. You know, again, there were not a lot of games left here. So uh, Charlotte's probably going to get in. Atlanta has uh, played better there at ninth. Brooklyn is at eighth. They won three in a row. Then in the West, keep your eye on the Lakers, who have lost seven of ten. They're twenty-nine and thirty-eight. They they have two. Fewer losses than New Orleans or and Portland. You know you could see the Lakers with how pathetic they've been, continuing their slide. Yeah, you could see it. Wouldn't that be something if the Lakers did not make the play-in tournament? Hmm, that would be something. So they got Toronto. Then here's the, how about this road trip? At Minnesota, at Toronto, at Washington, at Cleveland. Then they are, I can't even believe the schedule I'm reading for the Lakers. It's it's almost like it seems like, you know, a misprint. All right? It doesn't make sense to me. You know, at Toronto, excuse me, after tonight, at Minnesota, at Toronto, at Washington, at Cleveland, home for one game, Philadelphia. Then at New Orleans, at Dallas, at Utah, home New Orleans, home Denver, at Phoenix, at Golden State, home OKC at Denver. I could see the Lakers easily falling out of the top ten. Easily. You see that schedule? Who the hell makes you know, well, how does the NBA do this? You go on the road, you go you go to Minnesota, you go all the way to Toronto, Washington, Cleveland. So you're on the East Coast, you're in Canada, you come home for one game, then you go on a three and a half hour flight to New Orleans, then to Dallas, then to Utah. Seven of eight games on the road. Monday, March 21st, you're at Cleveland. Come home for one game and head right back out to New Orleans. What's the deal with these schedules? Seriously. That's that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Talk about tough schedules. Man. I could see the Lakers not being a top-10 team with that schedule. Could easily see that. Easily. All right, and if you're looking at the Kings, who tonight will be playing their 70th game, their schedule the rest of the way after tonight's game against Chicago, they have Milwaukee on Wednesday, loss. Boston on Friday, loss. Sunday, Phoenix, loss. Then a trip that could dictate the entire draft. The game at Indiana, at Orlando, at Miami, two games at Houston, easily could win four or five games there and screw up the whole year. Come home against Golden State, loss. Come home against New Orleans, loss. Then at the Clippers and at Phoenix. You don't know if Phoenix going to be playing anybody on April tenth. That's a back to back. That road trip though, starting on the twenty third at Indiana, that is going to be. That's going to. That game against Indiana could absolutely determine draft position. Because in all likelihood, they're either going to be tied, they're going to be within a game or two of one another when you look at Indiana. All right? Indiana currently one more loss than Sacramento. Now, when you look at the Pacers, let's look at at their schedule to have some fun here. See how they're going to handle this. All right? So... Their schedule the rest of the way. They also have played sixty nine games. They have Memphis tomorrow. They're at Houston, home Portland, home Sacramento, at Memphis, at Toronto, home Atlanta, home Denver, at Boston, home Detroit, home and home with Philadelphia, and at Brooklyn. Gonna be th- that, that thing's going right down to the wire. That's gonna be going right down to the wire. All right, so uh, tomorrow, part one of my podcast on Arco Arena memories will uh, probably be on at four o'clock Pacific tomorrow, right here on Listen app. Friday, part two, all right, of my Arco Arena memories, and feel free to chime in all week. All right, I'd love to get your memories. It could be high school graduation, could be a concert. You know, obviously the games. uh, There are a lot of things we can talk about, all right? So uh, we'll do that tomorrow. I got to run today. I apologize for the quick show, but I'm glad that we could connect. Glad that everybody's with me. A couple good calls today. Really enjoy that. And I'm going to come back tomorrow. We'll go as long as you want tomorrow. All right? Happy to do that. All right. You make it a good one. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Grant Napier.